God commanded Moses to instruct the Israelites on proper offerings. From their livestock, an unblemished male, either from cattle or sheep, should be presented at the tent of meeting entrance. The offerer lays hands on the animal's head for atonement before slaughtering it. The priests will handle the blood, and after the carcass is prepared and washed, it's burnt as a fragrant offering to the Lord. If a bird is offered, it is similarly prepared and offered. All sacrifices must burn completely, creating a pleasing aroma to the Lord. When offering a meat or grain offering to the Lord, use fine flour and pour oil and frankincense on it. Give it to the priests, who will burn a portion on the altar as a sweet offering to the Lord. The rest belongs to Aaron and his sons. Do not use leaven or honey in the offering. Use salt in all offerings. If offering first fruits, use parched corn with oil and frankincense, and the priest will burn a portion on the altar. When offering a peace offering to the Lord, the animal must be without blemish, and the person offering it must lay their hand on its head and slaughter it at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The priests will sprinkle the blood on all sides of the altar and offer the fat and kidneys as an offering made by fire. This applies to both male and female animals from the herd or flock. The same process applies to goats. It is important to note that it is a perpetual statute to not eat fat or blood. God tells Moses to instruct the Israelites that if someone unknowingly breaks one of God's commandments, they must offer an unblemished calf as a sin offering. The anointed priest must sacrifice the calf at the entrance of the tabernacle and sprinkle its blood seven times before the Lord. The priest must also place some of the blood on the horns of the altar and pour out the rest at the base of the altar. The fat of the calf must be burned on the altar, and the rest of the body must be taken outside the camp and burned. If the whole congregation sins unknowingly, they must offer a young bull as a sin offering. The elders must lay their hands on the bull's head before the Lord, and the anointed priest must sprinkle its blood on the altar and pour out the rest at the base of the altar. The fat must be burned on the altar, and the rest of the body must be burned outside the camp. If a ruler or common person sins unknowingly, they must offer an unblemished goat or lamb as a sin offering. The priest must sprinkle its blood on the altar and pour out the rest at the base of the altar. The fat must be burned on the altar, and the person's sin will be forgiven. If someone hears an oath and doesn't report it, or touches something unclean without realizing it, or becomes unclean through contact with another person's uncleanness, or makes a rash oath and later realizes it was wrong, they are guilty and must confess their sin and bring a female lamb or goat as a sin offering. If they can't afford a lamb, they can bring two doves or pigeons, or a tenth of an ephah of flour. The priest will make atonement for their sin, and they will be forgiven. If someone unintentionally breaks a ceremonial law, they must offer a blameless ram as a guilt offering and make restitution for any harm done to holy things. If someone violates a commandment without realizing it, they are still guilty and must bring a blameless ram as a trespass offering to be forgiven. God tells Moses that if someone sins by lying to their neighbor or committing theft, they must make restitution and bring a guilt offering to the priest. God also gives instructions for burnt offerings, meal offerings, and sin offerings, 
including what can and cannot be eaten and how they should be prepared. The sin offering is considered holy and must be eaten by the priest in the holy place. Any sin offering that has been brought to the tent of meeting for atonement cannot be eaten and must be burned with fire. This passage outlines the laws for various offerings to be made to the Lord. The guilt offering must be killed in the same place as the burnt offering, and the priest must sprinkle its blood on the altar. The fat and certain organs must be burned on the altar, and the rest of the offering is to be eaten by the priests in a holy place. The law for the sacrifice of peace is also given, with specific instructions for thanksgiving and vow offerings. The fat of certain animals cannot be eaten, and neither can any blood. The consecrated portion of the offerings is given to Aaron and his sons as their permanent portion. These laws were given to Moses on Mount Sinai. God told Moses to gather Aaron and his sons, their clothing, anointing oil, a calf for sin, two rams, and unleavened bread at the door of the tabernacle. Moses followed God's instructions and assembled the congregation. He washed and clothed Aaron and his sons, anointed the tabernacle and its articles, and offered the calf for sin and two rams. Moses also took unleavened bread and placed it on the fat and right thigh of the ram, which Aaron and his sons lifted up before the Lord. Moses then burned the bread and ram on the altar. He also took the breast of the ram and waved it before the Lord. Moses sprinkled anointing oil and blood on Aaron and his sons and instructed them to eat the boiled flesh and bread at the door of the tabernacle for seven days. They obeyed all of God's commands through Moses. On the eighth day, Moses instructed Aaron and his sons to offer a male goat for a sin offering, a year-old calf and lamb for a burnt offering, and an ox and ram for peace offerings. They did as Moses commanded, and the Lord appeared to them. Aaron offered the sin and burnt offerings, making atonement for himself and the people. He also presented the peace offerings and blessed the people. Moses and Aaron then entered the tent of meeting, and when they came out, the glory of the Lord appeared and consumed the offerings on the altar. The people shouted and fell on their faces. Nadab and Abihu, Aaron's sons, offered unauthorized fire before the Lord and were consumed by fire. Moses instructed Aaron's nephews to remove their bodies from the sanctuary. Aaron and his remaining sons were warned not to mourn publicly or leave the tent of meeting and were told not to drink wine or strong drink before entering the tent. They were also instructed to teach the Israelites the Lord's ordinances. Moses told Aaron and his sons to eat the remaining meal offering and the breast and shoulder of the peace offerings in a clean place. However, Moses was angry when he discovered that the sin offering had not been eaten in the holy place. Aaron explained that they had already made their offerings and asked if eating the sin offering would have been acceptable to the Lord. Moses was satisfied with this explanation. God told Moses and Aaron to tell the Israelites which animals they could eat and which ones they couldn't. They could eat animals that had split hooves and chewed their cud and fish with fins and scales. They couldn't eat animals that only chewed their cud or only had split hooves, like camels, rabbits, and pigs. They also couldn't eat birds like eagles, owls, and ravens. They couldn't eat any crawling creatures, and if they touched a dead animal, they would be unclean until evening. 
God wanted them to be holy and not defile themselves with unclean animals. This was the law for all animals, birds and creatures that lived in the water or on land, so they would know what to eat and what to avoid. God told Moses to instruct the Israelites that if a woman gives birth to a boy, she will be unclean for seven days, and the baby's foreskin must be circumcised on the eighth day. She must then wait 33 days before entering the holy place and cannot touch anything holy during this time. If she gives birth to a girl, she will be unclean for two weeks and must wait 66 days before entering the holy place. After this time, she must bring a lamb and a bird to the priest for a burnt offering and sin offering to be made, and she will be cleansed. If she cannot afford a lamb, she can bring two birds instead. This is the law for all women who give birth. When a person has a skin condition resembling leprosy, they must be examined by a priest. If the hair in the affected area has turned white and the condition is deeper than the skin, it is leprosy and the person is declared unclean. If the spot is white and not deeper than the skin, the person is isolated for seven days. If the condition does not spread, they are pronounced clean. If it spreads, they are declared unclean. Similar examinations are done for other skin conditions, such as burns and rashes. If a garment is contaminated with leprosy, it must be shown to the priest and, depending on the severity, may need to be burned or washed. These are the laws regarding leprosy and how to handle it. God told Moses that if someone with leprosy is healed, they must go to a priest who will perform a ritual involving two birds, cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop. The priest will sprinkle the person with the blood of one bird and let the other bird go. The person must shave and wash their clothes and body before entering the camp. If they can afford it, they must bring lambs and flour as a sacrifice. If they can't afford it, they can bring turtle doves or pigeons. If a house has mildew, the priest will inspect it, and if the mildew has spread, the stones with the mildew must be removed, and the house must be scraped and plastered. If the mildew returns, the house must be destroyed. If the mildew is gone, the priest will perform a ritual involving two birds, cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop to purify the house. This is the law for determining what is clean or unclean regarding skin diseases and mildew. God told Moses and Aaron to tell the Israelites that if a man has a discharge from his body, he is unclean. This includes anything he touches or sits on. Anyone who touches his things or him must wash their clothes and bathe in water. If a woman has a discharge of blood, she is unclean for seven days, and anything she touches or sits on is also unclean. If a man has sexual intercourse and emits semen, he is unclean and must bathe in water. If a woman has an issue of blood beyond her normal menstruation, she is unclean, and anything she touches or sits on is also unclean. After being cleansed, the person must bring two birds to the priest for a sin offering and a burnt offering. This is to keep the Israelites from dying in their uncleanness and defiling the tabernacle. After Aaron's sons died for offering strange fire, the Lord spoke to Moses and instructed him to tell Aaron not to enter the holy place at all times, but only with specific offerings and while wearing holy garments. Aaron was to make atonement for himself and his household with a bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He was also to present two goats, 
casting lots to determine which would be sacrificed for the Lord and which would be released into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Aaron was to sprinkle blood on the mercy seat and cleanse the sanctuary from the sins of the people. He was to confess the sins of the people over the scapegoat and send it away. Aaron was to remove his holy garments and burn the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The priest anointed to minister in his father's stead would make atonement for the people once a year. Moses followed the Lord's instructions. The Lord directed Moses to instruct the Israelites that the killing of oxen, lambs, or goats for sacrifice must be done at the tent of meeting. Otherwise, it is a blood offense leading to expulsion from the community. Offerings are to be made at the tabernacle's entrance as peace offerings, and the priest shall handle the blood and in fat accordingly, ending the practice of sacrificing to goat idols. This rule stands forever for both Israelites and resident foreigners. Failure to bring offerings to the specified place or consuming blood, which signifies life and atonement on the altar, results in expulsion. This also applies to hunted animals whose blood must be drained and covered with earth. Eating naturally deceased or predator-killed animals requires washing and a period of uncleanness. Ignoring this leads to bearing one's iniquity. God spoke to Moses and told him to tell the Israelites that they should not follow the customs of Egypt. Instead, they should follow God's laws and statutes. They should not have sexual relations with close relatives, including their father's wife, sister, daughter, or granddaughter. They should also not have sexual relations with their brother's wife or their wife's sister. They should not engage in sexual acts contrary to God's design or have sexual relations with animals. These practices defile the land and were committed by the people who lived there before them. Anyone who commits these acts will be cut off from their people. The Israelites should keep God's laws and not engage in these abominable customs. God spoke to Moses and told him to tell the Israelites to be holy because God is holy. They should respect their parents, keep the Sabbath, not worship false gods, and not eat meat that has been sacrificed for more than two days. They should also leave some of their crops for the poor and not steal or lie. They should not oppress their neighbors or spread rumors. They should love their neighbors as themselves and not mix different kinds of livestock, seeds, or fabrics. If a man sleeps with a female slave, they both should be punished but not killed. They should not eat fruit from a tree for the first three years, and should not eat meat with blood or practice magic. They should not cut their hair or make marks on their bodies. They should not make their daughters into prostitutes. They should treat strangers with kindness and fairness and use honest measurements. They should follow all of God's laws. God spoke to Moses and said that anyone, whether an Israelite or a stranger in Israel, who sacrifices their child to Molech will be put to death by stoning. God will also cut off anyone who defiles his sanctuary and holy name in this way. If the people neglect to kill the offender, God will punish them and their families. Anyone who practices magic or commits adultery, incest, or bestiality will also be put to death. God commands his people to be holy and follow his laws, separating themselves from unclean things. Anyone with a divining spirit will also be put to death. God told Moses to instruct the priests, who are the sons of Aaron, 
to not become contaminated by the death of their citizens except for their immediate family. They must remain holy to their God and not profane his name. They must not take a woman who is a harlot or has been driven away from her husband. The daughter of a priest who plays the harlot will be burnt with fire. The highest priest must not defile himself, even for his parents, and must take a virgin as his wife. None of Aaron's descendants with physical defects may approach to offer the food of his God. Moses relayed all of these commands to Aaron, his sons, and all of Israel. God commanded Moses to tell Aaron and his sons to avoid the Israelites' holy offerings to prevent dishonoring his name. The unclean or those with certain impurities must not eat them. Priests can only eat holy offerings if they're clean, and even then, they must avoid defiled food, and only family, not outsiders, can partake. Priests' daughters lose this privilege upon marriage to a non-priest unless widowed or divorced without offspring. Inadvertent consumption of holy offerings incurs a penalty. Offerings must be unblemished. Flawed animals are unacceptable. Sacrifices must not be maimed or from foreigners, and newborn livestock must wait seven days before being eligible for sacrifice. The Israelites are forbidden from slaughtering an animal and its young on the same day. Thanksgiving sacrifices are to be eaten immediately. Leftovers are forbidden. They must obey God, uphold the sanctity of His commands, and remember He is their God, who delivered them from Egypt. God spoke to Moses and told him to tell the Israelites about the set feasts of the Lord. The seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, and there are other feasts that must be celebrated at their appointed times. These include Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Firstfruits, the Feast of Weeks, the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. During these feasts, the Israelites must offer sacrifices and refrain from regular work. They must also remember to leave some of their crops for the poor and strangers. Moses relayed this information to the Israelites. God told Moses to command the Israelites to bring pure olive oil for the lamp in the tabernacle, which Aaron should tend to continuously. They were also to bake twelve loaves of bread with fine wheat flour and set them on a table with frankincense as an offering to God every Sabbath. If anyone blasphemed God's name, they were to be taken outside the camp and stoned to death. The same punishment applied to anyone who killed another person. The law applied to both citizens and foreigners. Moses instructed the Israelites to stone the blasphemer, and they obeyed. God commanded Moses on Mount Sinai to instruct the Israelites on Sabbath observance and the Jubilee. Upon entering the Promised Land, they were to rest every seventh year, allowing the land to lie fallow for both people and animals to share the produce. After seven sabbatical cycles, 49 years, they were to celebrate the 50th year as a jubilee, during which no sowing or reaping occurred, and people reclaimed their property and reunited with family. The Israelites were urged to practice fairness and not oppress one another, including the poor or strangers, and to respect God's laws to live securely. Servants from foreign nations could be bought but not mistreated and should be freed in the jubilee. God reminded them they are His servants, having been liberated from Egypt. Do not make idols or worship them. Keep my Sabbaths and respect my sanctuary. If you follow my commandments, the land will be fruitful and you will live in peace.
But if you disobey, you will suffer plagues and be scattered among the nations. If you confess your sins and accept punishment, I will remember my covenant with your ancestors, and the land will rest. These are the laws given to Moses on Mount Sinai. God spoke to Moses and told him to tell the Israelites that when someone makes a vow, they must give a certain amount of money or livestock to the Lord based on their age and gender. If they cannot afford it, they must speak to a priest. If someone consecrates their house or field to the Lord, the priest will estimate its value, and if they want to redeem it, they must pay an additional amount. The firstborn of livestock belongs to the Lord and cannot be consecrated. All tithes belong to the Lord and must be given without question. These are the commandments given to Moses on Mount Sinai.